Hello and welcome back, guys. Thank you for tuning in to our second uh, guest episode. Uh, today we will be interviewing and um, introducing our good friend, Jesus Montiel. Um, he's a good friend of mine that I met at Cal Poly. And, you know, we went through the journey of engineering together and we just want to share his story and his journey and how he got to where he's at today so yeah let's get started yeah welcome jesus and i guess we can start off with a little bit about yourself uh, what you studied or uh, just in general it's all thank you, you jesus <laughs> thank you for having me uh so yeah like you said my name is jesus montiel um at cal poly i studied civil engineering and i focused on uh structural engineering how was what was your journey like um, out of high school? Did you know what you wanted to study? And Yeah, so um, out of high school, I kind of had an idea. Um, I knew I wanted to do something engineering. Um, I believe, if I remember correctly, <laughs> I believe in, I, I knew it was going to be civil engineering. Um, I don't know, for some reason, I, I just thought it was mainly bridges. Um, back then uh, it wasn't until later I found out it was more than just bridges but uh, yeah for the most part that's what interested me was uh, the bridges portion of it um, yeah so back then math has always been uh, my favorite subject um, and so yeah that's how I really really um, chose engineering so did you did you have someone influence you uh at your younger age, because it's interesting you say, like in high school, you had an idea of what engineering was. Uh-huh. It's not, it's not, not an idea that I had when I was um, finishing up high school and even into the early years at my junior college. Like, what, what was the influence to get you there, or to have that understanding? Um, I didn't really. Ha- well, I guess you could you could say my my dad a little bit, um, since he works in the construction industry, um. But other than that, I didn't really have another influence when it came to engineering. Um, I have older brothers and uh, older brother and sisters, but um, they didn't really know what they were going to do after high school. Um, and so, yeah, I don't know. I just kind of thought engineering would be cool. <laughs> How did you know? Like, because oh, I know for me, I didn't even know what engineering was until like my second year in college so how i don't know how, how did you come across engineering i guess or how how did you get an exposure of it uh it would probably be when i joined mesa in high school um i think it's mesa right i'm not i'm not so sure i think it is um i did i joined um my senior year, mm-hmm. um, but I wasn't really like involved or anything. I wasn't too serious about it, but um, I had some friends do it. Um, and actually we did a, um, I joined the, when I joined, there was a competition for like uh, trying to b- build like a, a bridge out of uh, like little sticks or whatever. And I think um, for the competition we went to, uh, San Luis Obispo, 
Cowboy. Um, so yeah, that's how I, I kind of got a little bit of exposure to um, engineering. That's good. Yeah, I, I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, it wasn't until college when, well, my first year, I didn't know what I wanted to do. It was until my second year. Mm-hmm. Um, so you ended up uh, attending community college for a few years, correct? Yes. So after um, high school, I joined or I attended uh, Allen Hancock um, I was there for more than a few years, <laughs> longer than, <laughs> longer than I would have wanted to. Um, right, it's it's very advertised as a two year college. Uh-huh. It's not. It's, <laughs> it's yeah, junior college, and I think it's worth it. Like, what are your thoughts on like, it's okay to take more than two years to get to where you you know to the transfer part. Yeah, Did I you... mean, yeah, I think it's um, everyone goes at their own pace. Um, I try not to compare myself to anyone. So um, I kind of was taking classes. Um, at the beginning, I, I wasn't like too focused on it, I guess you could say. Like I knew what I wanted to do, obviously, it was to transfer. Um, but I wasn't um, 100% giving my effort um, to it. I was focused on like other stuff outside of uh, school. I kind of just attended classes, um, did the homework, took the tests, like and you, that was it. <laughs> like you kind of felt like you were in an autopilot, kind of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I kind of compared it a little bit to high school. That's how I was in high school. I wasn't never the biggest person on like studying um, or anything like that. Like I would just attend classes. Take notes, obviously, um, but when I got home, I like like to play video games and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah. that's what I'm good about college. That like, I mean, it gives you some grace because I mean, I mean, it's not that we're trying to promote to fail classes, but <laughs> you know, like, it's just you just don't feel that pressure. At least I didn't my first two years. Mm-hmm. I don't know, you know, of like, oh, I have to be done. Yeah. yeah, I didn't feel that my first four years. <laughs> so, no, exactly. That's how that's how I felt as well too. <laughs> is there is there anything like that clicked, or is like okay, it's 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 time to like change this, or it, it was able to get you through um, to when you transferred and and you had to change your methods when you went to like Cal Poly. Uh, no, yeah, it was during during Hancock. Um, it was probably I don't know when <laughs> when my mom would ask me like oh when are you gonna transfer when are you gonna transfer <laughs> and then I was like oof yeah <laughs> I better I better hurry up and uh, finish also too with like the classes um as you guys know physics physics was a little bit tough so yeah I knew that I wasn't gonna get by with just attending class taking notes and taking the test <laughs> I had to you know put in the work outside of a uh, outside of the classroom yeah yeah speaking of um work outside of class um did you um like have a group of people that you would study with because i know for me even at community college through cal poly i had to find a group of people one of them was you obviously Mm -hmm. um to study and like you know uh, work together on the homework assignments because alone i mean i could do it too but 
it's just more difficult i i would think no yeah i agree um are you talking about uh, hancock yeah um capoli i mean i I didn't have like a like a like a specific group i kind of just if i knew someone i would ask them or um if they wanted to study um and i believe like they had their own group or whatever um but yeah i didn't really have a a specific group um at hancock it wasn't until to cal poly where we had like the same group you know of studying but at hancock i was just i would just ask people basically (laughs) wow yeah for me i know like i needed to be with a group of people like to you know feel all the (laughs) smartness around me Mm -hmm. um just to perform well and i mean i think i work better with groups too but um if you could go back to those years would you have changed your study method yeah no yeah for sure (laughs) um (laughs) i think about that too um i don't like to like you know do the what if or whatever or like regret Mm -hmm. but you know sometimes i do think about it and i wish i do i i could go back and what I know now, um, like, you know, implement it back then. And I feel like everything would have been different. Um, but like I could have finished uh, Hancock for sure, at, like by, I don't know, the second or third year. Um, but it is what it is. <laughs> so, so to people that are barely going into like a junior college, what would some of those tips be? Um, I actually... I I like to give, you know, like any any help to like people barely graduating out of high school. Um I've met a few people and I tell them one is to obviously study um always give 100%. Um try to do your best. Um join join clubs as well. Um that's something that I didn't do right off the bat, but I would I would definitely say those two things is study and uh, join groups. Yeah, same for me. I for me, like I know I definitely did it when in community college. I was I feel like I was pretty involved, you know, maybe because like I w- I didn't feel pressured, um, <laughs> and like you know, because our classes were 17 weeks long. So like I yeah. had time to like, oh, it's okay. I can catch up <laughs> later, you know. But yeah, then yeah. when I got to Cal Poly, like things changed. I was just yeah. either studying or in class or working. And like I know, like Jesus said that, like I don't, I, per- I also don't like thinking about the what ifs, but man, I, I, if I could go back, I would probably, probably try to include more extracurricular curricular activities um you know that will help me like just be able to experience more things in college and network definitely one extracurricular activity i remember was soccer yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was that was fun (laughs) were you there when um alejandro messed up his what what did he do (laughs) yeah yeah i was there yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. this was probably like he was one of our better players (laughs) (laughs) yeah just because i played before (laughs) yeah Yeah, i I remember that like uh, i remember you being pretty good Uh, like we had probably two good players and you were one of them yeah the other one was carlos do you guys remember carlos he was he was a beast (laughs) 
Yeah, he oh. was. Yeah, he was really good too. Carlos Paredes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he was Car- good. Carrying the team. Yeah, yeah. He actually he, he actually played for for the Hancock team. So yeah. Did, did you play really like? Good. Did you play for like the city league or high school? Or was it just like uh, family messing around? Uh no. Yeah. Um, when I was small, I, I played it competitively. I I would be in a in a travel team. Um, nice. When I was in uh, <laughs> when I was in uh, in Oceanside, when I that that was where I was born. So um, when I was over there, I I played. But once I got to San Maria, um, I kind of stopped playing. Um, I did play a few years in high school, um, but that was it after that. <laughs> Do you feel like that helped you? Um, like sports in general, kind of help like you as a person in general. Outside of school, like did it help you release some stress and? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, not only soccer, but I also did um, cross country and track. Um, yeah, that, that definitely was a a stress reliever for sure. Um, until this day, it makes me feel makes me feel good when I whenever I do a a run or whenever I play sports. Um, and that actually that actually helped me too at Hancock. Um, when I was taking some classes, um, when I talked about like I wasn't focused like fully on school, um, I would do other stuff. One of the other things that I did was um, <clears throat> I would uh, run half marathons, um, and that was pretty that was pretty challenging. Um, going through like the training and whatnot. Um, in one year, I did I believe it was seven half marathons, which was pretty crazy <laughs> whoa yeah. wait i so, thought i was a runner <laughs> <laughs> wait so half a marathon isn't that's like what 13 miles 13.1 miles 13.1 miles dang yeah you you do them locally or you were um no nah, well some of them were locally i i did um one in slow and one in santa barbara and then no, actually, two in Slow and one in Santa Barbara. Wait, didn't you do one in San Francisco too? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that was another one. Yeah. yeah, that one was cool. I I, I ran across the Golden Gate Bridge. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Uh, pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Any any cool funny stories? I I've uh, heard I've heard some there's some crazy ones when like people running, uh, these type different types of marathons and stuff. Any funny stories? I guess I was, I don't know if it's funny, but. <laughs> I kind of messed up uh, going the, on the course. So um, at that point, I was like, so they start in like two groups. And I think I was in the second group. The first group was, you know, like the fast, fast runners. So they were well, well ahead. And for a point in the race, I was leading the second group. Um, and I got to a point where I, I didn't know where to go. <laughs> And so I went, I went the wrong way and I was like going up a little hill and I was like, nah, this can't be, this can't be the route. It's a little, it's a little difficult because it was, I mean, you guys have been to San Francisco, so you know, like the hills are pretty tough. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I just kept going and it was, luckily it was like a, like a loop. It was like a hill and it looped around and I came back to the course. And when I came back, I saw like the, um, more runners going um and so i was like dang i, I probably messed that one up <laughs> it yeah. probably slowed me down like 
<laughs> at least two minutes. <laughs> the the question is, did anyone follow you? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Which yeah, is good for them, but <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was yeah. Uh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> Any plans to try and get back into it, or if you already are? I'm trying to get back into running for sure. Uh, I don't know about um, half marathons because, man, the the training is pretty tough, um, especially doing it by yourself too. Um, I can't remember exactly the amount of miles I would do in a week, but it had to be up there in like. Like in the fifties, probably fifty miles a week. Probably that's crazy. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> so if you're trying to train for like a half marathon, you know you got to run thirteen point one. Is is it like my my thought process? Does that mean you have to run fifteen so that when you're in the actual competition, thirteen's like easy, easy. quote unquote easy? <laughs> or yeah. How do, you, how do you go about the training? Um, I would build up to it, so I, I would. I would start um, with low mileage, probably like, I don't know, I can't remember, maybe around four, and then build all the way up to, uh, I, would do, I would do 13. <laughs> I wouldn't go past 13. Uh, maybe I should have, but I, I don't know. I kind of just would Google like any workouts, and I don't know, I saw that, and I kind of went with it, and that was my, that was my training. I would build up to it and then a week prior i would do the last uh hard run which was like my longest run i think i think i would do it on sundays um and i think i would do 13 13 miles it was either 12 or 13 um and i it worked out for me i, I didn't i didn't feel underprepared in the race I, I felt like i performed pretty well wow so how now that you have a full-time job that are you're an mm-hmm. engineer <laughs> how how would you schedule that time around your full-time job or like are you make, trying to make time for it yeah so um i would try to work work out like as soon as i get home um as you know esther i have to drive quite a bit so mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes it a little little challenging but yeah that's why when i get home i try to run right away because if i were to eat then i would have to push it a little bit more mm-hmm. just so so i could let the, the food digest <laughs> yeah you mentioned uh quickly mentioned that you have a commute how long is your commute exactly um it's about an hour and uh 10 10 to 20 minutes an hour and 10 to 20 minutes so was there any like hesitation about doing such a long commute or is is it something that you already feel pretty well like used of it so it's not too bad? Uh yeah, there there was a little bit hesitation. Um but luckily they were able to um let me do two days out of the week um uh remotely. Uh so I worked two days uh, from home um, but you know I did two years of commuting to Cal Poly although it's not an hour but I mean sometimes it would take 40 minutes and felt like that made it a little bit easier yeah so um, 
had a question I was going to ask. Gosh, I'm, I'm a good listener, but not a good, <laughs> I'm not good at asking <laughs> questions. Um, gosh. I'm the same way, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've been, so I know where you work, but where do you? <laughs> yeah, for the people that don't know. Yeah, where do you work? <laughs> where, where do you oh, work? Hey, and hey. Just like uh, some quick, you know, what is what do you do? And um, yeah. Yeah, so I work for the city of Carpinteria. I'm an engineering technician there. Um, I mainly work on like any engineering permits that the city that the city gets, and yeah, and just be a helper to our public works director um, there. Um, whatever he needs, like that he can't get to, um, I I try to do that and try to help him. That's pretty so, much it. That's pretty much it. <clears throat> what about your job? I guess what interests you about your job, or surprised you about your job? Mm-hmm. Like, what was something that you didn't expect? You know, uh, is this your um, first job out of college? And uh, what was surprising about, or what surprised you? What you enjoy about it? Uh, yeah, this is my first um, job out of college. And as far as what surprised me, uh, I think like the government aspect of it, I wasn't too, like I didn't know too much about like a city job or or a county job. Um, but there, I guess, yeah, that, that's what surprised me is like the whole uh, government side to it. I wasn't really aware of it. <clears throat> Yeah, actually, that's a good point. So um, I know like in school, we learn a lot of technical work, um, especially as engineers, a lot of there's a lot of math and science going on. What you don't really get a lot of is like the amount of paperwork, the amount of politics and that go into these jobs, Uh especially when you're working like civil engineering. And these are big projects for like the public and, you know, and there's actually like a lot of stuff happening behind the scene. Um, mm. that, uh, so yeah, that that surprised me too um, when I got into my job. And like, it's it's such a different aspect when we're so used to like, here's this problem, solve it. Versus, yeah, exactly. Versus, well, we can't get to the problem yet because we don't have the money for it, <laughs> or like, or like we're waiting on, we're waiting, we know what to do, but we can't move forward because we're waiting for. And you know, a third party to make to make some decision. Yeah, and not only yes. that, not only that, like once you're like in the construction process of it, and at least for me, um, there's if it's not like something like, an issue with the actual project itself, it's like the residents nearby that are just watching every move <laughs> that the construction workers do, and like, yeah, yeah. I'm not trying to complain, but like <laughs> they complain about everything. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. it, I mean, it's kind of hard to like please everyone, but mm-hmm. I feel like that's always going to be something that us, the engineers have to, like, you know, deal with and try to work around it to try to please everyone. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, I feel I that. Mean, you um, would know too, right, Jesus? Because you yeah. work a lot, a lot closely with the residents in that area. Yeah, and you mentioned they, they complain about everything. <laughs> Carpenteria, man. <laughs> they complain about everything (laughs) i can second that (laughs) 
Yeah. But yeah, like um, Ricardo, like Ricardo said, yeah, it was like all that. Like you have to wait, you have to run it through, um, like council and like you know. I'm still learning all all that, but from what I know, yeah, it's it's a process. It's a process to do basically anything. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. I, I like when I was in school, I didn't, I didn't, you know, like I would see construction, but like or like any project going on, and I wouldn't think about like the work it took to just to get there you know yeah so yeah it's pretty amazing um i don't know do you have something oh and um so jesus uh uh, oh jesus (laughs) i call him jesus (laughs) (laughs) um what are your plans uh as a as a structural engineer are you trying to pursue i know you have your eit already um Mm -hmm. what are what are your goals in terms of like obtaining your license and moving you know yeah and, and if you can explain that process too i know there's probably some people that don't don't know what like eit is and that there's a process after you graduate yes i didn't know that if i would have known this sooner i don't think i would have done engineering <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah can you just explain your thought process and all like what it would actually take to get to the official like licensed engineer yeah so like like Esther said, I didn't know about the process either. <laughs> um, yeah, so for the EIT, um, I believe now you could take it during your junior year of school and your senior year. Um, I took it during my senior year. I, I believe it was um, a few few quarters uh, before graduating. Um, so yeah, basically you didn't study. it's, you didn't study. <laughs> <laughs> I did, I did study a little bit. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so basically for the EIT, it's, uh, it's an eight hour test. Um, and there is 110 questions. Um, and it is split into two, two tests. The first test is like a like a general, um, so you, you get tested on like calculus. Um, I can't forget, I, I forget the other, um, topics, but then you go on to the second, um, test and that's where they test you on like the civil engineering branches, like your structural, um, water transpo and all that and all those. Um, and then after you pass the EIT, um, you could go on and take the PE. Um, and for the PE, you would need um, two years of ex- uh, work experience, uh, pass the, the uh, PE test, and then you would also have to take two other tests, which is the um, seismic, seismic and serving. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, that's that's where my next goal is, is to try to, uh, work on passing my PE. Um, I haven't decided on where or when to take it, um, but I know I recently switched to uh, from in person, which was only offered two times a year, to um, online, where you go to a test center, and that is, I believe, offered year round. I think. Oh no way for the PE portion. For the PE, yeah. Oh wow. So you which, can take it any uh, any like testing center. Yeah, so you could take it here in San Maria, which is pretty nice. Uh, 
I know the closest one to us would either be LA or um, up north. Um, that was when it was take, uh, in person, but now uh, where you could go to a testing center, you could take it here in, in Santa Maria. Wow, I didn't know that. Well, thanks. <laughs> Once I get there, I'll, yeah. I'll definitely look into that. <laughs> yeah, there's like so much information that um, that's not given to us. Mm-hmm. And I think uh-huh. that's part of what we want to do here is just to get this knowledge out and to let people know all this information sooner mm-hmm. rather than, yay, I've graduated. Wait, what do you mean? I got to take two more tests. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and uh, so, yeah, so just getting this out is really going to help, um, you know, people get the knowledge that there's there's additional things you have to do to become these licensed engineers. But once you are yeah. a licensed engineer, the, bank. And, the, <laughs> and the doors are open. There's like so many opportunities. And yeah, I know. So that's for like civil engineering. There's also uh-huh. ones for mechanical engineering. So anyone out there that's, you know, on different disciplines, they can look into these different uh, licenses. And Yeah, you know. but for Jesus, since he's like he focused in structural, there's another exam. Yeah, another one. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. called a structural engineer, right? License. Yeah. The SCE. SCE. Yeah, yeah. No. S S E. S E. S E. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. like that's above the PE. So if you have that, you're good. Yeah. Like that's... if you want to work on buildings of like two story or more, right, or three. Yeah, and it's yeah. like um, I believe it's like schools, hospitals. Um, oh, that's pretty insane. And buildings like that yeah that's what what's your dream building you would want to work on a dream oh that's pretty tough uh but i i mean i see like buildings like like sofi stadium mm. and i see those type of buildings i'm like wow that would be they look that'd be complex, a dream right? yeah that'd be a dream to work on those yeah um, I don't know if I'll ever get there, but yes, yeah, you will. Be... <laughs> yeah, there's be... actually... Sorry, what were you gonna say? Sorry, I was gonna say there's actually a surprising amount of stadiums that get built. Mm-hmm. I know that um, for the sports fans out there, uh, the Washington football team <laughs> just mm-hmm. got sold, so they're probably gonna be looking to build a new stadium. I know that the World Cup is coming to the United States, uh-huh. so. Uh, stadiums will have to be made sure that they're fit for this and there's actually um quite a bit of stadium working out there and yeah those are always some of the like nicest uh design structures that that are out there they're just beautiful yeah yeah yeah. no yeah there's quite a bit other ones too in the nfl that are that are going to be built um just quickly i know the the bills and the titans are going to get new ones um but yeah, that, that that would be that would be a dream, um, but for like work that I would like to do is, I like the I like the like the modern style buildings, um, like I know uh, schools nowadays they look <laughs> they look like colleges, like mm-hmm. even if they're elementary. So buildings like that that would be yeah, like the one be, by Costco. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that <laughs> funny you say that. That one I, I had in mind. Um, yeah. But yeah, buildings like that would be would be a dream to to work on. Mm-hmm. So, so I um, your ideal job would be working in a big city, or well, I think yeah. yeah are, are you are you open to like 
leaving the local area, going to a big city? What about going to like another state? You know, that's always like a pretty good table topic of, mm-hmm. uh, especially in like Hispanic, it's very family oriented. So we mm-hmm. tend to stay closer. Yeah. So how do you feel about like moving, moving out to a bigger city, another state? As far as another state, I don't know, probably not. Um, I'd like to stay here in California, <laughs> but as far as another city, yeah, I would, I would be open to, I mean, I grew up in, for a little bit, I grew up in Oceanside, which is close to San Diego and is much different than here in San Maria on the central coast. It's traffic is crazy. Um, but yeah, I would, I would definitely be open to, um, working in a bigger city. I prefer like LA area or San Diego area. I'm, I'm, I like Southern California. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a little, little, um, what do you call it? I would probably question that. Like for me on my end, I don't know if uh-huh. I can leave. Man, but I should. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel that too. Like I, I don't want to leave. Like I that's, yeah that's the reason why i struggle to find jobs because i mean there there is structural engineering jobs but mm-hmm. there's not quite as bit as you know as you were to go mm-hmm. uh, to a bigger city like in la or san francisco or san diego um mm-hmm. but that yeah that's that's one of my main goals is to hopefully stay here like i, I don't want i don't want to leave <laughs> But sometimes, you know, we have to, like, take on those um, changes so we can open more doors later on. Mm -hmm, I I try to think of it like that, too, you know, like, it's not going to be forever. It is just a way of opening more doors and more opportunities, for me, at least. Um, Oh, yeah, I agree. (coughs) Yeah. Um, So I don't know if you have any... And if you would like to say any any encouraging words to anybody out there listening, um, to like even those that are still not sure of what they want to pursue, or even kids that are still in high school and want to pursue engineering, um, what are your encouraging words to them? Ah, uh, see, that's a good question. Um, I guess what I could say is what I always say to people, whether it's engineering or whatever, is just to do your best. Um, do your best and give it 100%. Like I, like I mentioned before, you know, I didn't really try too, too hard in class early on, but that's one thing I say is like right from the start, try to try to have good studying habits um, and yeah, just follow your dreams. Um, if you put in the work, you will accomplish them. Mm-hmm. I can second that. <laughs> and third. And third. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Jesus, for taking the time out of your weekend to, you know, chat with us and, um, share your, um, amazing story of, you know, like being, first generation and being mm-hmm. the first one in your family to graduate with an engineering degree from Cal Poly Slow. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, we really appreciate you and 
uh yeah thank you i don't know ricardo yeah thank you so much it was it was very insightful <laughs> i didn't know i didn't know you were a runner so yeah. wish you luck <laughs> if you continue that <laughs> thanks yeah. thank you for having me on your show uh yeah no thank you thank you um and well there you have it guys we hope that you um got to know a little bit more about our friend jesus and were inspired by his story and encouraged to pursue your dreams and yeah thank you so much for tuning in and we will see you next time Oh, 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 oh,